Thanks for listening to CarCast on Podcast One. Seven years ago, college wrestler Damian Hurd disappeared from a party in Gunnison, Colorado. Everyone has been drinking or whatever the usual party scene. When, how, and why he left are questions I need your help to understand. Nobody's heard from him. No, it's just like he disappeared. From Cold Case Productions and Podcast One, Final Days on Earth, The Life and Death of Damian Hurd. I'm your host, Claire Sanima. Join me April 20th for the season premiere. Well, in this show, we talk about James Brolin and his <laughs> Raptor. We talk about the new Porsche GT3 and what's going on with MGs. We talk about what car I may want to take to Monterey and race this year since it's on. First, there's Matt. Yeah, you know, Dodge has officially opened orders of the new 2021 Durango SRT Hellcat. This is the most powerful SUV Ever. This thing will do 0 to 60 in three and a half seconds. And, uh, you know, they're limited edition. They're exclusive for 2021. Only 2,000 units will be made. So you might want to hurry up and check it out. Uh, but, you know, they still have the, uh, the RT as well, which is the great V8 version. They have a new aggressive styling and interior with a driver-centric cockpit. And all buyers of the, uh, of the SRT will get a full day of pro instruction at the Radford Racing School. Deliveries begin early this year. That's already happening. And you know Dodge was ranked number one for initial quality and best driver appeal by mass market brands for mass market brands by JD Power. It's the first brand ever to be ranked number one in initial quality and appeal in the same year. So see your local Dodge dealer or visit Dodge.com to schedule a test drive. <laughs> Get it on. Got to get on. The church has got a mandate. Get on. Welcome to CarCast. I'm Adam Pearl. That's Matt, the moderator, Mr. Agreeable. <laughs> Matt, the moderator, DeAndrea, over there. How you doing? <laughs> Good. Um, you and uh, my boy, Sonny, are probably the two most agreeable people on the planet. <laughs> I disagree. <laughs> and uh, I couldn't see you guys ever having a, a coarse word with one one another. Sonny's the best. He's my favorite. He's my travel buddy. We go to Monterey. He's getting pumped about Monterey this yeah. year. He's getting closer to having to purchase that adult ticket for uh, for the quail, though. So the prices are going up. He's got to start saving his allowance or mowing lawns or whatever the boy's doing. Is he, is he still wiring up uh, audio systems with Ed? No. He's, <laughs> he's going to be taller than you and Chris on this trip, though. I, I believe getting it. tall. He, he, I think he already is, but I've been keeping my distance just so we can <laughs> yeah, see. Right? It's, it's forced perspective, right? As yeah. long as he's always like three feet behind us when we're walking, yeah. any photo, he'll just look like he's about our height. <laughs> Although Natalia's been taller than me for three years. So oh, yeah. Fine. Well, he just, I would say inched out, Natalia, but it's millimetered out, uh, Natalia. Yeah, he's pumped. I oh, told him. a man. <laughs> I told him uh, we're going to take the uh, Newman Sebring Porsche this year. I think that would be a cool a cool piece for that track. Um, and it has a real interesting history, and uh, Max Zapata can look it up on racingsportscars.com. You just kind of go to that website, and then you go to drivers, and you do Newman, and then you go full archive or something and all these cars pop up and you'll see that pink and white Porsche. Pink and white one. It's also, it's a 74 911 S. Yeah. And then you click on it and, uh, and then it has this crazy history, which I'm still trying to kind of sort out because it had, 
no success. But I think it did Sebring like five times and Daytona like five times. It did it yeah. did a lot of those races a lot as the Bullwinkle car, as the blue car. Yeah. But you can still see with that crazy tail assembly. That's that's one of the, the giveaways because some people often get the history of that car confused with the red Newman Porsche. Right. Um, now, you can see – a configuration that I've never seen before. I mean, we'll find out when we get to the track and Bruce uh, Canepa tells us all the Porsches have it that way or something and then walks away <laughs> and it will be disappointed. But I've never seen the whale tail that has to fill in. Yeah, the sides. Yeah, the the sponsons on the side or whatever the hell we would – with canards or whatever. I don't yeah. know, good name yeah. for it. But. Uh, I, I recall uh, – John Hotchkiss knew some history about it, right, because of his, the Porsches and his family, and, and he, yeah. he knew something a bit about it. Uh, let me let me hit this Dodge thing real quick. Uh, Dodge was ranked number one for initial quality and best driver appeal for mass market brands by J.D. Power. It's the first brand ever to be ranked number one in initial quality and appeal in the same year. So see your local Dodge dealer or visit Dodge.com to schedule a test drive. All right. It's cool, but uh, you're right. Every time we look at it, we're like, well— if it really worked, <laughs> wouldn't everybody be doing it? So I just think visually it makes a good distinction. Yeah, everyone everyone would do it. Now yeah. see you, there it is with the if you click on that car, Max Pat will see uh more history. It's it's a cool it's a cool piece. It's a seventies Porsche with yeah. no big flares. Kinda looks like an RSR, but it doesn't have the center locks in it and a few other things. I don't I guess it was a I guess it was a um, 911S. I don't even know if it was an S per se, but it was a 74. I believe it was, at least when you got it, that was the description. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so if you click on it, it it's a little wanky, the website. Yeah, you website. clicked on the image. If you go back and click on the name of the car oh, or the, the chassis number. The yeah, chassis number, it right. Might, it might give you some more. Yeah, if you go to the chassis number of the car, it'll it'll tell you the full history of it, which is a... Um, I, this you know they always I have this bittersweet relationship with this goddamn website. Like I love the information that it has, and I absolutely hate everything else about the navigation and trying to find stuff. It's just I I know, <laughs> but you know I'm I'm going to try to remain consistent, which is. I hear a voice in my head going, so where's your free website with all the car yeah. information on it? I go, I, <laughs> no, didn't, sure. I don't have one. And yeah. I go, well, then shut up. <laughs> I do that to myself. So it started, if you go to the top, so the thing that's kind of interesting about this car, if you go to the top, Maxipata, if you think about this car, it started off, so it says, 24 hours of Daytona, 911S, in what year was that? Uh, I can't. I can't see what the year is. Doesn't say what year it was. Oh, seventy three. Oh, seventy three. There it is. Now makes you wonder: is it that car in seventy three? I don't know because <laughs> we were told it was a seventy four. Yeah, I mean, this is all the, the the pictures of the same chassis number. So right. Well, yeah. maybe it started in seventy three, and then they and then they widen the body, and it's twelve hours of Sebring. Then it uh, keeps going, and then it goes to the. Uh, to, hold on. The I, now it's seventy five and seventy seven. Yeah, mid Ohio, right? Then yeah. it goes to Sebring in seventy seven as the Newman car, 
then it turns into the Bullwinkle Racer, and it's more Daytona 24 hours, and I don't know, is it more Sebring? Again, yeah, 12 and, hours. And, uh, and does it end there? Wait, what, what's that year on Sebring, though? That so it gets up to like 86. 86. Interesting. I think there's some stuff in between those. Anyway... It got raced a lot. I mean, a bunch of Sebrings and a yeah. few Daytonas, evidently, uh, never did very well. But it's still a Porsche with a lot of racing miles on it. It's kind of a cool, the the Porsche Audi thing is kind of a cool livery. It's not really a livery, but the sponsorship of mm-hmm. Porsche Audi is kind of cool because I think those 91730s or whatever they were, uh, Porsche Can-Am cars, open cockpit, you know, basically fastest car ever built yeah. sort of thing. Those had the Porsche Audi, uh, Beverly Hills Porsche Audi thing yeah. on the side of them. Yeah, and I, I think they ran another car as well because when we talked to somebody who, I don't know, at one point owned the dealer, said, uh, you know, like, oh, you got the wrong car. And then I went back and I said, yeah, I don't, I don't think we do. And then... We traded a lot of emails and phone calls with chassis numbers and stuff. And he was like, yeah, my bad. You got the right car. Right. <laughs> I was like, all right. We did a lot of work just to make that guy feel better. <laughs> I was already fine with what we had. <laughs> yeah, I think uh, I think that car will be a, a fun car to drive. It's not going to be ultra competitive, but it'll be a fun car to drive. And it'll it'll – I think people like seeing that car. I don't think people have seen that car in a well, long time. Well, I, I think a lot of people gravitate toward the crazy – wide body, the RSR body work you see on those. And although this isn't a real RSR, it had it in the in the time it raced, it had the huge body work on it. So it always looked kind of cool. It was kind of a special car, I thought. Yeah, the question is, is it doesn't have that cool slide injection, big plastic trumpet set up on it. It has like a downdraft Weber triple... Yeah choke doesn't have the expensive pieces super expensive (laughs) part uh which probably works the same or better i I don't know but um it might be worth converting at some at some point down the road um anyway so uh i think that'll be a cool car to to take over there i don't i don't know when that car was driven last uh the the previous owner who uh, unfortunately passed away. Um, we bought it from his estate, so I don't recall if he drove it when he after he did like the conversion from the orange to the white. You know, because the car was orange years ago. We saw it at auction. Mm-hmm. It didn't have the right bodywork on it, and yeah. he finished the car. Yeah, it was done up like an IROC. I think it was done up like an IROC Porsche for some reason. Uh, in the orange, mm-hmm. um, memory serves, but who knows? Um, yeah, hasn't been driven in a while. Was campaigned in a kind of vintagey kind of way with the weird, different livery on it, and so we'll definitely have to go through it. But I, I think it's pretty set up. I think it's it's pretty yeah. close to to going. Yeah, just that the guy's restoration was was you know that paint and body was. Very much a cosmetic restoration. So, yeah, uh, yeah, it's going to be worth shaking it out a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Run it to the Home Depot and back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> you know, these days people are running around with crazy body kits all over, you know. Uh, it, it, no one would notice the difference except no. for being incredibly loud and no right. license plate. You just put any license plate on it. Yeah, it's got a little <laughs> clearance. You could probably get out yeah. and get it on the road. <laughs> All right. So also, uh, you're driving the VW? Yes, the Airtion. What is that? That's So that's... I saw it in the parking lot. It looked yeah, pretty good. It's it's their new, I guess you could say, flagship sedan. I think it's their, their biggest one. It's a it's a good size four door sedan. I say new just because it's for twenty one. It's got some updates. It's a good looking car. It has a lot of room on the inside, and although it has that sleek profile, it is a hatchback. So it's oh, it's it got is. a bit of you know Audi A seven in it. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. um, the power plant is uh, is a two liter turbo. You can get it in a front wheel drive or all wheel drive, but it it does make pretty good horsepower. I want to say two eighty. Let me see if I got it right here. Two sixty eight, two hundred sixty eight horsepower to turbocharged two liter eight speed transmission. And uh, I don't know. I've been driving around. I got the R line, the Sport Edition with all wheel drive. It's you know it's zero to sixty and six seconds gets good gas mileage it's got an active suspension so it's very comfortable what's interesting though is is you start to get this this line with these cars when like you get into a really nice toyota camry or a really nice voy uh, volkswagen Airtion, right or mm-hmm. a- accord at what point do you get the fully loaded premium edition leather interior and then you jump the to the next, like the Acura brand, the Infinity brand, with with VW and Audi, I think there's a little bit more separation. This car is, you know, thirty eight to forty eight grand. Maybe you can hit fifty with every single option. You're not getting into an A seven really for yeah, you know, at least yeah. Well, VW kind of made this. They kind of made a mistake when they went with the V twelve. VW. W W12. W12. God damn it. Still can't picture a W12. But they went with the W12 with the Phaeton or whatever the hell yeah. it was. And, uh, you know, it was 88 grand. And everyone's like, not with that VW badge, it ain't. Yeah. So that's people, the thing, right? people didn't want it. Well, that was them shooting for the, for the moon. This is them just trying to get out of the orbit of the Earth. You know, they're kind of, and then it kind of, then the question is, is you get that car loaded up with all the nav and leather and all the stuff you want, and then you go look at the A7 or the BMW 5 Series or the Audi, whatever they got, Mercedes, whatever, and the Mercedes is, you know, now nine grand more, but it's stripped, right? you know, yeah. and so you're like, I want all these bells and whistles. I, I think the car looks good. It, it looks good. It's comfortable, and I'll tell you, it's roomy. That's the thing. Is like if you're a, if you're a big person, <laughs> or mm-hmm. you you travel with big people, uh, there's there's plenty of room in it. And the the hatchback, although it has a kind of a sleek looking profile, that the hatchback has a ton of room in the back. So. Uh, I don't know. I just feel like in this price range, I got into it and I was like, you know what? I like this car. I, I kind of like this car yeah. quite a bit. It, it, new for 21 has a completely digital dash, you know, screen. You can configure it however. 
uh, lots of options. The infotainment system seems to work well. My issue is, is like when it boots up when you first get into it, it seems rather slow. Uh, like if you if you have the Sirius XM radio right now, it's it's got Sirius XM, whatever the subscription is. Uh, you know, you get for free or something like that, and it just looks like spinning icons for all the channels. And, it, and you're you're down the road a bit before things start. Yeah, coming I on. don't. I don't. You know, I guess you'd have to go. Japanese because even like my Lincoln, you know, black label, still you start that car and you back up and you start heading down the driveway and yeah. it, it's like sometimes not booting, you know, like, yeah. like, you know, you, you hit the channel select and the channel you're on is not the one that's playing. Like it, it, yeah, it's it almost, takes a second. It has yeah. to like wake up or warm up or something. And then there's kind of, there's times it's a little intermittent. It's a little like sometimes you back up and put it in drive and start going forward, and it's still blank for a little while. Like, it just takes a minute yeah. to wake up. That's why everybody's giving their cars remote start. They're like, hey, if oh. we can't get the infotainment system to boot quicker, we want you to we want you to take, you know, 15 steps away as you're getting up to the car. You know? Yeah, it also <laughs> does a thing, and I'd be curious, you, you'd be able to provide an answer, which is... When you're talking on your phone in the car and then you try to get, you know, you pull in your garage and you're talking, talking to Dr. Drew and I go, hold on, I'm getting out of the car. Let me put my earbud in, put your earbud in, unplug the phone. It goes to the earbud. Yeah. Shut the car and walk away. At some point it goes blank in the earbud. Like it, it's, it's talking back to the car or something. It's a weird, that's a weird phenomenon, yeah, that's a but weird. it'll, you, you can't get out of the car cleanly. You can put your earbud in and talk on your earbud in the car. Once you're walking away from the car, it'll it'll go silent for 20 seconds or something. It doesn't let you get that full yeah. escape. Well, it depends on how important that call is with Drew. <laughs> That's true. They're all important. Well, what, one of the things we, we started to figure out is – is when you get into the car and you pop it in reverse, that camera has to come on. So even when the rest of the system's booting up, that seems to be sort of an independent thing that's using the screen, not necessarily the whole infotainment computer. Mm-hmm. Jaguar was one of the one of the cars that was very frustrating when you put it in reverse. It's still booting. You're already down your driveway. You've, you've right. run over the kids' toys, and then the camera goes on. But now that seems to go much, much quicker with a lot of cars. All right, let me hit uh, Geico here. Do you own, do you rent your home? Well, sure you do. You do one or the other. I bet it can be hard work, too. And I'll tell you what's easy. Bundling your policies at Geico. Geico makes it easy to bundle your homeowner's or renter's insurance along with your auto policy. It's a good thing, too, because you already have so much to do around your home. Go to geico.com, get a quote, and see just how much you could save. It's that easy at Geico. Geico.com. All right. Uh, let's see. I'm looking at a rundown here. Porsche went through some grueling tests before releasing the new GT3. Yeah, this was uh, this was kind of interesting on what uh, – I, I mean, I don't know what their normal testing is, but they're certainly bragging about it now is the, the new GT3, which uh, looks cool. Uh, you know, it, it's the fast, naturally aspirated four-liter, you know, flat six – and uh, they said, oh, as part of our testing, we 
spent over 160 hours in the wind tunnel just to dial in the rear wing. They did uh, 700. It's got those canards my 74 has. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, yeah, it doesn't look like it does. It's too bad. Um, but one of the things that was interesting is they wanted to run the car almost continuously at 186 miles an hour. They ran it for uh, 3,100 miles. For them, 5,000 kilometers. Um, now, they only stopped for driver changes and fuel, but then they had to get back up to speed and then start the clock again and mm-hmm. and uh, and put the miles in. I think it's funny because you're like, God, how long does it take to just do 17 uh, – to do 3,100 miles? Well, 186 miles an hour takes about 17 hours. So, mm-hmm. so they did it and they just kept doing it, but uh, really trying to push this car as far as durability and things like that. And then, you know, there's also some intense – Things they've done on just um, uh, on uh, running the car and you know heating up the catalytic converters and uh, they went through six hundred emissions tests because they don't want that whole VW thing. VW diesel gate thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so they're uh, they're they're definitely beating on this car. Um, the engine itself, I think, went through twenty two thousand hours of of. Testing in the car, on the racetrack, in the simulator, and the rig, and uh, I don't know. It's kind of interesting to to for their benchmark to say, "Hey, it needs to be durable." Yeah, right. So let's run let's run five thousand kilometers at one hundred and eighty six miles an hour. I think the top speed is a little bit more than that. It's like one ninety something, but they they picked one eighty six as their sweet spot. Yeah, uh, it's great. It's kind of overkill, obviously. I mean, people who buy those cars aren't going to be doing that much with them a lot of time, although some guys will definitely get down to the track with those cars. But um, God bless Porsche. We're, we're glad they're around. You know what's interesting is is that that type of car, that high-performance, you know, uh, GT3 competitor is is a pretty competitive market. Mm-hmm. Right, it's starting anything from AMG GTs to you know, you know, McLarens, you know, Lamborghinis, you know, Ferraris in that space. There's there's actually quite a few cars in that space. So you start to think of how do you separate yourselves from the others? And I think this is actually a very valuable, like press release or information Porsche release, right? Because they're saying they're saying, hey, that expensive car market has a reputation of being a bit fragile, mm-hmm. right? Or warranty issues or, you know, mm-hmm. uh, and they're saying, we're, we're getting ahead of that. We beat these cars. Yeah. You know, I, I think it's a good selling point. I uh, I agree. I'm starting to think the biggest selling point for all those cars is all the guys just throwing revs on PCH in those cars. <laughs> it's just rev, just throwing revs. Yeah. People love quite a bit throwing of that. those revs around, man. Um, All right. Also, uh, Ford's testing the uh, Raptor R against the Ram TRX. Right. This is this – is, not vehicles that you <laughs> that you're a big fan of TRX and Raptor. It's just we don't still live in an area where you really get to use something like that, right? So seeing the Raptors all up and down the streets, parked on the side of the road. You know, I think I went to your place the other day in Malibu, and there was like two of them parked on PCH Raptors. It's yeah, just, I mean, in a in a in a way, you could make the same argument for all the guys 
with the McLarens kind of stuck in traffic, throwing the revs, you know, <laughs> right. it's, just, it's, it's un it's unnecessary, but you know, car, a car guy is a car guy. Right. So what I do love is this sort of competitive, somewhat friendly, competitive banter between Ram and Ford, mm-hmm. where Ram comes out with a, where, where a, you know, Ford has a Raptor and then Ram says, oh, we're going to just take our giant truck and put a Hellcat engine in it with 710 horsepower and all the crazy shocks and the 35-inch tires. And then Ford says, okay, well, we're going to have a new Raptor this summer with the same 450 horsepower V6, but next year we're going to have the Raptor R with the the GT500 supercharged V8 engine. So they want to go for that Ram 710 horsepower. And in the truck, I don't know if it's going to be somewhere between 740 or 750, 760, somewhere in that range to sort of one-up them a little bit. And now they're doing it. Like we're seeing spy shots of it and people who are photographing it and, and hearing it going, well, that's not the V6, I'll tell you that. It, the more this, I feel like the more the government pushes toward EVs, whether that's the right clean solution or not, I'm still arguing that point. Um, again, it's that it threatens to take away some of the other things, right? And this is one of those things that is going to do really well because there's that threat of taking it away. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, when um, a Democrat gets voted in, starts talking about all kinds of gun regulations, they just gun sales go through the roof. Through the roof. It's the exact same, exact same thing. Uh, I'll tell you who's got (laughs) to be eyeing one of those who doesn't already, his name isn't already on the list is uh, James Brolin. Oh, I'm sure. I get, I get it. I'm sure. And he's married to Barbara Streisand. <laughs> That's so funny. Because, you know, he told me he didn't want the new one with the V6. He wanted the old one with the V8. Yeah. So he's a V8 guy, and he, he likes the grunt. So and This is this is going to be the one to get next summer. Get on the list for this thing. It's going to be awesome. And- I wonder if he has to go like to Barbara and go, hey, I need $86,000. And she goes, like, for what? Like, Don't worry about it. Yeah. It's a surprise. Drum. Mostly for me. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I like James Brolin. God knows what James Brolin is up to, but I don't think he's been working a lot in the last well, few years. Well, he doesn't years. need to. But I bet, I, I bet no. his move is, I need 186000 and then he comes home with a nice ring and a Raptor. <laughs> uh, let's see, James Brolin, best ride ever. Best ride ever made. Loves my ra- love my rapper. Put that on Instagram. Yeah. When was that? Uh, Seventy one weeks ago. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's time for a new Raptor, James. James, get the order in now for next summer. Everyone, everyone's trying to get on that list already. I mean, speaking of lists. So what's the horsepower of the new one? So the GT500 is 760 horsepower, so somewhere around there. I, 760. I, I kind of feel like they won't want to one-up that, so they might end up with like a 750, you know, like whatever, rerouting the exhaust Oh, I'm or sorry. Something. The Ram is 760? The Ram is 710. Oh, right. That's what but I the GT500 said. engine oh, right. is 7, okay. you know. And, right. Um, but speaking of the Bronco that's coming out, we got the baby Bronco, the Bronco mm-hmm. Sport, and we mm-hmm. got the full-size Bronco, which I saw, uh, and it, it's bigger than you think. It is kind of cool. And Ford is already capitalizing on the fact that people will want a crazier version. So they're creating the Warthog, which is the Bronco Raptor. They're just mm-hmm. not going to call it a Raptor. And it looks badass. But Bronco is 
Ford wants to build that as a standalone, I don't want to say brand, but certainly not a title brand. It's still Ford, but the way Mustang is going Mach-E, and then mm-hmm. there's- Seen a few you know, of those on the road. Yeah, and they're getting great reviews. They want Bronco to do that. So they have 190 deposits, or sorry, 190,000 deposits on the new Bronco. Mm-hmm. And and I believe at least two-thirds of those, people are definitely getting it. Some people got some deposits for mm-hmm. fundable. And now Ford's talking to dealers saying, well, who would be interested in doing your own little Bronco-themed building, like a Bronco dealer, Bronco-branded? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I think Ford got 100 dealers to sign up on that already. And it's kind of cool looking Makes and sense. off-roady. And, yeah. Yeah. And it's a push – they're – they're saying the Bronco Sport and the Bronco and all the variations of those and possibly a pickup truck version like Jeep Gladiator and then who knows what from there. Jesus Christ, man. Yeah, Ford's so, doing it. I like that Jim Farley. Yeah, good guy out there racing his Cobra. <laughs> I got to tell you, when I was uh, young Ryan's age, how old are you, Ryan? 25. 25. When I was Ryan's age... It was, you know, like 1989, I guess, and 89, 90, somewhere in there, and a little younger than Ryan. I was depressed. I was like, the Corvettes suck, the Mustangs suck, Mm. the Ferraris are super expensive and kind of suck. Like, I don't know what Lamborghini's really doing. You know, they're they're all the Jalpas and weird, weird by turbo this and that everything's yeah, a with a maserati by turbo yeah nothing works catch on fire we're going to be out of gas in three years <laughs> like this is not going to be if i ever get successful and have enough money to buy a nice car there's not going to be any nice cars like i'm i'm following the trajectory of the corvette yeah and by the time we get to the mid late 90s it's just it's kind of just heading down <laughs> and or the mustang i'm just following this and it's like Oh, there's nothing good. There's nothing good on the horizon. There is so much crazy horsepower, zero to 60, everything works, everything kicks ass. Like, this is a good time for car guys. All right. Speaking of a good time for car guys, Meguiar's. Over the last few years, Meguiar's launched the next generation of protective products, specially geared toward the DIYers. Hybrid ceramic spray wax it's a bright blue bottle advanced sio2 hybrid technology delivers ceramic wax protection and durability beyond traditional wax mcguire's hybrid ceramic liquid wax long-lasting ceramic protection and an easy-to-use wax hybrid ceramic spray detailer i love this stuff um for the in-between you know in-between washes it boosts uh it's good for uh, boosted maintenance, removes dust, uh, fingerprints, bird droppings, and this year, and weirdly, the ones that get me the most are the bug droppings, like weird little, oh, the, yeah. those weird little ones. This Never squirrel droppings. God bless squirrel. <laughs> this year, they've expanded to include that new hybrid ceramic wash and wax bright orange bottle, unique two liquid system together in one bucket. Meguiar's has the hybrid solution for you. We're going to need some of that for your Z outside. 
Yeah, it's getting a little it's dusty. Getting a little dusty out there. <laughs> yeah, I got Ryan said he'll wash it with the two-part bucket wash. <laughs> <laughs> also, uh, let's see what else. MG could be coming back. It's kind of an interesting thing. It's uh, I don't know if the company or just the assets or just maybe the trademarks, but uh, a, a company in China purchased the stuff, and they're saying, "Hey." What if we tease this idea of an electric roadster? Now, go ahead and get the image of an MG out of your head because this thing looks nothing <laughs> like uh, uh, anything classic MG-ish. Um, Chris could find uh, a picture of the MG. But it's it's an electric roadster. It's, they'd like it, to, you know, for whatever. They're saying, hey, if we build one of these things – we want to aim for 500-mile range, 0 to 60 in under three seconds, but it's it's kind of over the top. It looks kind of uh, kind of uh, Marvel-ish, sort of sci-fi-ish. Um, mm-hmm. it's, uh, it's kind of crazy. But they said uh, it's called the Cyberster instead of a Roadster. Cyberster? Well, as long as I don't get too nutty with the rims, I'll be <laughs> Yeah, fine. well, yeah. Uh, What's MG stand for? I don't remember. I never yeah. really knew. It's got to be somebody's name, right? It's just somebody's I don't name. think. Yeah. That's uh, that's not the can't be what we're talking car. about. That's not the car. It's got the word roadster in it. Max yeah, Bennett. yeah. Cyberster, MG Cyberster. It's 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 in there. I mean, it, it <laughs> is you, a roadster. If you Google MG Electric Roadster, that was the first. Yeah, 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 but that's I not it though. But that's not it. <laughs> first of all, that had a roof on it. <laughs> well, uh, don't insult us by putting it up. Is what we're saying. All well, right. I sent you the, I sent you the link. I know, for I'm, the, I'm getting it. So. <laughs> um, MG Motor Car UK. Let's see, MG Motor. Is that it? That is it. That's it. It's kind of cool. Looks pretty cool. It is kind of cool. It's just. Uh, are Are they going to build it? Yeah. Are they going to do it? Are they going to move forward with it? Obviously, this is concept car, showy ish. Yeah, very Speed Racer from the new version of Speed Racer. Mm-hmm. But cool. Look, it's great. Here's the good news. The good news is people understand there's some value in these marquee names, even if they're not really a marquee name like MG. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I like I like seeing some kid some 23-year-old kid drinking a Ham's beer, you know, or Paps Blue Ribbon, even if it's ironic. You know what I mean? I like, yeah. like the old school stuff, and people are finding out that these names have value, even if the Chinese just buy them up and do a completely different take on it. Yeah, it's, it's like that looks like a video game kind of car, but it is kind of interesting. I, you're right, bring the name back. here. MG, by the way, uh, the, the company started... And there was a place called Morris Garage in Longwall Street, Oxford. Wow. And uh, that's where MG started. It was sort of a side business for Morris Garages, which is – I don't know what the what – the... Interesting. Um, and speaking of old beer in uh, Broncos, that Ole Bronco, when was that due to go off? Was that a Meekum thing? Yeah, is it Meekum – Kissimmee? Kissimmee? No, I think that one happened. Is it Indy? Maybe we'll it's Indy. It. We'll have to find it. Well, yeah, what's the Ole Bronco at Meekum? When does that come up? Yeah, I would be uh, – I'm definitely going to have an eye on that car. That is a very interesting piece to well, me. Well, we were saying that if anything's going to hit in that genre of car, hit a million bucks, I think that's 
that's the one to do it, right? Yeah, Indy, May 14th. So it's coming up. It'd be fun. It'd be fun to, to check that one out, right? Yeah, I think it would. I'm going to want to uh, – I'm going to be curious on that one. Well, Meekum sent me the email and said, hey, uh, our auction's coming up. You want a bitter pass? <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, I think we're okay for now. Thanks. That's a <laughs> – it's a cool piece, and I, I'm not an off-road guy, but I would definitely be interested in that piece. And if I had Maybe a million James bucks Brolin will get it. laying around. <laughs> yeah, Brolin. Brolin should get it. I Send know that to he's, Brolin. I know he's trying to get that new Raptor. <laughs> I know it. But uh, God bless uh, Dodge and Ram. I mean, they're having fun. This really seems like they're having fun. All of those vehicles are just meant to be over the top and fun, which is is badass about it. Yep. All right. Let me hit uh, Policy Genius here. Uh, Spring, time to literally get your house in order. Revisit your home and auto insurance with Policy Genius. They've saved reshoppers up to $1,055 a year on home and auto coverage. First, head to policygenius.com, answer a few quick questions about yourself and your property. Then Policy Genius compares rates from America's top insurers from Progressive to Allstate to find the lowest quote. They'll look to maximize savings, including bundling home and auto policies. If Policy Genius finds a better rate than you're paying now, they'll switch it over for free. Five-star rating across um over thousands of reviews, by the way, um, and uh, uh, oh, reviews on I should say on uh, Trustpilot and Google as well. Five star all the way, right, Matt? Yeah, you know, while you're gearing up for spring cleaning, don't forget to dust off your home and auto insurance policies with Policy Genius. Reshop your rates, and you can save up to one thousand fifty-five dollars. Head to PolicyGenius.com to get started right now. Policy Genius. When it comes to insurance, it's nice to get it right. Brolin, James Brolin, <laughs> Josh Brolin's dad. Josh is a car guy. We saw him in Monterey. We saw him at Gooding Auction. Oh, we did, didn't we? Uh, yeah, yeah, he was at Gooding. And, uh, when was yes, that? Yes, that was a few years ago. Uh, James just got a new Porsche, but yeah. basically drives the Mini Cooper. Well, he probably drives the Mini Cooper to the Porsche because Bab sees him backing out the driveway in <laughs> right. Malibu. Yeah. He's got the electric Mini Cooper. He's got the Porsche up the street his girlfriend's house. <laughs> he just drives it over just there. Babs is always like, I don't know what this building is on our property, but... He's driving out. Yeah. Just a lot of stuff, a lot of fuss going on inside that building. So he's got... Uh, he drives his Raptor in the, uh, in the yeah. Cooper. I'm reading an interview with him uh, that was from August, and he says, yep, just got a new Porsche, but I basically drive the Mini Cooper, and of course, my Raptor truck with the big tires. That's the cowboy side of me. Yeah. <laughs> <Big> tires. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we gotta get uh we gotta get brolin together with goldberg because those guys on the dirt they can just tear up on just on goldberg's property he got his raptor and he's already his sorry his uh trx his ram and he's already hot rotted it out three days after he got it it went from 700 horsepower so that's 600 at the tires and i think that it was making almost 900 about 850 at the engine now he said the onboard computer that's in there, I don't know how accurate it is, but generally, just a list for fun. With the 37-inch tires, he upgraded from 35s to 37s. On his property, he does 0 to 60 in three and a half seconds in that truck. 
Why is it quicker with the 37? It's not. It would be slower. That's oh. what I'm saying. Is, oh, okay. is It's bigger and slower, heavier. Right. It's slower with the 37s, and he's still doing three and a half seconds, zero to 60s, because he, he, uh, he modified it. What did he do? <laughs> did he change a pulley? And- Actually, so he's he's working with a group called Gearhead Fabrications out of out of Florida, and they're releasing Goldberg Garage uh, power packs, stage one, stage two, stage three for the trucks, and I believe the Hellcat engines. So I think he's running a stage three, which uh, I still think is a stock blower. I think it's a tune, uh, a, a pulley. I don't know if they ported the blower or not. Um, but they're pushing it about as far as they can go. Granted, they've got good gas. We don't. They've got 93. Oh, in Texas. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, maybe an intercooler upgrade, uh, a few things to get it to that limit. So that's basically the potential in the engine, and they, they're going to be doing another stage, which is like a blower swap with a built engine, and you know you can sky's the limit from there once you bring it up there. But right now, just sort of dialed in with not a lot of effort, you know, tune, pulley swap, maybe an intercooler upgrade, a couple little things like that. That truck is just haul it ass. Haul it ass. Jesus Christ. But he's got 200 acres, so he's having fun out there. God bless Goldberg. Someone's got to tell him he's Jewish and back it <laughs> off. All right. Last but not least, I'll tell you about uh, Geico, and I'll give you a little uh, road trip story. If you own, if you rent, you can get your bundle going with geico and you bundle up with your uh, automotive policy and speaking of auto uh i was thinking about a road trip story which was um i didn't you know i didn't go on family road trips because my parents are were my parents they didn't have a car that could go on a road trip but mostly they didn't have the will to, to go anywhere <laughs> but my grandmother used to do a conference up in like uh, where the sequoias are and like kind of pebble beachy, like redwoody kind of up north, you know, once a year she'd go and have a little thing there. It was, I don't even know what it was. just a waste of the taxpayers money. She, she worked for the VA out here and they would have this conference down in, uh, it was like pebble beach, redwood city. I'd have to look, I'd have to look at uh, I'd have to look at the map to find the exact city, but we'd go out there. We had uh, she had like a early seventies Mercedes, mm-hmm. and it was yeah. one of those ones. Max Pata, what year on the Mercedes did they have? It was probably sixties. It was it was probably like a sixty-eight Mercedes. Do you ever see the speedometer on one of those cars? It's it's like a barber pole that just goes <laughs> up and like turns different colors. It doesn't. It's not a dial. Yeah. It, it's a weird as that weird lump on top of the dash, and it just goes up. And as it goes up, it like changes colors. You ever ridden in one of those cars? <laughs> no, no. It's mind blowing. I'm sure we've seen it at auctions, but uh... well, you know, but you don't see it fired up and driving. No, you don't. Get when to you're see it seven years old, it's it's nuts, but. But my grandparents, once a year, would head out that way, and they'd take me and my sister, and we'd stay at this hotel that just – I couldn't have been a nice hotel. It was a motel because the sign on the front said, free jelly beans, oh, which is not normally so something I 
I, I don't that's make a my selling point. That's the sign off. Right? But it's when not Matt free books, HBO, when Matt books <laughs> my places, I don't do it based on jelly beans. Although <laughs> maybe I should shift my my. It'd be focus. a fantastic option in Travelocity if it was a checkbox. If you want free right. jelly beans, <laughs> so. Um, <laughs> So we would go hit the road, yeah. and uh, my grandmother, one time, and the big deal is there's one nice restaurant and in Big Sur. It was like Big Sur. That's yeah. where we'd go. How far away is Big Sur I, I from where we go in Pebble Beach? Yeah, that's a good question. But um, Big Sur was the big deal, and there's like a one nice restaurant, and we just go there once a year. Sizzler. And we're, <laughs> we're going to this <laughs> restaurant in Big Sur. And we're driving there. And, of course, my grandmother, she, uh, she she likes to have a glass of wine with dinner, mm-hmm. you know. And we're driving there. But she's super cheap. Mm-hmm. So she's not going to go to the Big Sur restaurant and order a glass, uh, bottle of wine. So she brings her own bottle, right? Oh, yeah. So we're going to Big Sur. And at some point, my grandma's like, oh, I forgot the bottle of wine. And she just hooks a U-turn. <laughs> and the cop pulls her over. And the cop's like... Where's your license? Big Sur's 30 miles away from Pebble Beach. Big Sur's great. And uh, the cop goes, it's funny. I learned a very valuable <laughs> lesson about lying. She hooked a Yui because she forgot her booze. Her booze. Um, the cop pulled her up and said, uh, license and registration. And she forgot her license, too. Yeah. My, my grandmother may have not been as responsible as I remember. <laughs> maybe, maybe not. So the cop goes, where's your license? And she's like, Oh, the reason I hooked the U-turn is because I realized I forgot my license. Yeah. And I was heading back. Yeah. So she's heading back to get booze, but she said I was heading back to get my license, and the guy's like, okay, all right, well, that's why you hooked the U-turn. That's right. I know exactly where it is, right underneath my wine bottle. (laughs) (laughs) I will go back and get it there. I put it there so I wouldn't forget the license. (laughs) All right. You can go to uh, Geico.com, get a quote, and see just how much you could save at geico.com today. All right, I'm going to be at uh, Appleton, Wisconsin Skyline Comedy Club, May 7th and 8th, doing mm-hmm. stand-up and podcast there. Golden, Colorado, coming up June 18th, 19th, Royal Oak, Michigan, September 10th, and Kansas City on uh, September 11th. You go to amcroll.com for all you need, and you can see all our chassis stuff on our Pluto TV channel, 585. What do you got, Matt? Yeah, check me out at Motorator on my social media. We were having a nice conversation about the Toyota Tacoma. I'll put this uh, VW up there as well. So, till next time, Adam Crow for Matt, the Motorator, DeAndrea saying, keep the air in the spare and the bag in the wheel. For the latest updates and call-in times, follow the show on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at CarCast Show. If you'd like to write in, fill out the form on CarCastShow.com. And don't forget to give us a nice rating on iTunes. CarCast is a Corolla Digital production and is produced by Chris Loxamana. For more information, visit CarCastShow.com. Hey, Geico, do you own? Do you rent? Well, you do one or the other, right? You know, it's hard work out there. Owning, renting. You want to save some money? How about your bundle? 
bundle your policies at Geico. Geico makes it easy to bundle the homeowners or renters insurance along with your auto policy. It's a good thing too because you got so much to do already. Go to geico.com, get a quote, see just how much you could save at Geico. That is geico.com today. That's geico.com.